You gonna holler at us? Yes, he is. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Goblin Beat Goblin Gaming's podcast. To be honest with you, I almost missed that intro, but I didn't. So there. I'm Matt. Uh, we are playing the Protectors of Eld campaign tonight, and uh, so we actually uh, we had a new character-ish last week, but not completely, uh, because uh, unfortunately uh, it was still sort of an NPC-ish kind of kind of guy. So Ben, why don't you tell us about uh, Snaps, the now fully developed PC version? So, uh, Snaps is a cleric, because he was a healer as an NPC, and he's the new Twilight Domain. So, he deals with temporary hit points as his main thing. That's so going to be interesting to see, because we haven't we It haven't is going to be before. interesting. Uh, should help with concentration a lot, because it won't affect... Mm, you, know, yeah. you don't have to roll for keeping it up through temporary hit points. That is true. Oh, that is nice. Yeah, that 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 is a brand new aspect that we haven't we haven't explored before. So I am interested. Yeah, to it'll be fun to play around with. How that works out? Awesome. Yep. <laughs> All right. Also joining us tonight is John John the Jokester. Uh, he's playing the chief of the tribe and right. uh, the man with the with the I don't know with the fun guy plan. Uh, Mokuzar. Brandon always looks concerned when you say that Mokuzar is the chief. I don't know what's no. up with it. You know, it was it was a it was a legal election. The elects uh, the, the votes were recounted twice. <laughs> All challenges were thrown out of the courts. It's valid. Right. No, I wasn't there. <laughs> not my president. He's not president. Well, he's chief. Right, he's not my, you know, the thing. (laughs) So we got Brandon. Yeah, Brandon is uh, also here, and yeah, he is disputing the election results. Uh, But unfortunately, he can't read, which means he's doing the math right now. Yeah, so. And, and you know he he can't count as high as his fingers, so uh, he gets the three in his. Hey, 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 hey. He gets the three and keeps starting over again. One, two, <laughs> three. Oh man, you know. So anyway, so he's he's playing the one syllable, uh, spectacular, barbarian, rage machine, Orn. 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 And then yep. Danny, Danny is unfortunately for him having to to deal with us and all of our various neuroses. Mm. Yeah, still got my dry January going. By the way, and just want to point that out there. This is coffee and and tea. That's depressing for you. <laughs> I was uh, I forget where I saw it, but it said uh, it job description for a DM was helping your friends work through the strange parts of their psyche in group <laughs> therapy. Yeah, that's pretty that's accurate. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> All right, so when last we saw uh, the Chaguk tribe, they were basically jumping out of a drainage pipe 50 just, feet above ground. Hucking goblin babies out the window. 
I feel like that's not exactly what happened, but I guess spread your body out, catch as much air as you can. <laughs> like squirrels, they can't reach terminal velocity, right? Yeah. <laughs> some of them, some of them were gnome children. So, well, the, uh, those were the ones that made the the, the loud splashes. <laughs> I can't tell. I cannot tell the difference. They look so, the same yeah. to me. <laughs> he's a, he's a goblin. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, come on. All right. Well, so as you guys are uh, running away from Whitehorn Tower Village, bravely um, running away. Oh yeah, I mean you're you know you're sheltering children and spiriting them away because they can't they can't they would drown. The water right. deep enough to drown them. So you're having to carry them on your backs and such. Uh, plus, you mean Orin's having them. to carry them all on his back, mostly. Yeah, yeah, loading up Orin. But the uh, you see like, the... tie a rope around each of them and just drag them yeah, through the water them. that would drown them. You probably don't have time for that, but you could try. Uh, the red dragon. You see the red dragon with its rider uh, circling back up to the basically floating mountain island thing that's attached to the top of the tower. And as you are uh, spiriting the children into the, into the onto the island where the you know the cave and everything is, where the magus is hidden, you see the island itself begin to shift away from the tower. The tower, the entire tower, shudders and slants about two degrees to the north. Hmm. As it occurs, and that's, the, uh, uh, that's problematic. <laughs> yeah. And the island begins to slowly drift northward itself. Whoa. That is less than ideal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh you meet up with your compatriots, the company of the Burning Banner, as they are also entering the cavern. What's up guys? High five. High five. Uh you say high five to the, the first one you come to, which is the gnome, uh Skeeks, and you see his entire right arm is is a burned missing stump. We'll help you take. Ooh. We'll take care of that. We'll take care of that. <laughs> we'll find a way to fix that. He he just he's kind of out of it. Is sort of grayish complexion and just sort of nods. This, this man needs assistance. This... <laughs> the uh, the dwarf who's uh, still about eight feet tall and is shrinking down as you guys run into him says, "We know, we know, lad. Come on." And he's helping. Skeeks in. So you all sort of trundle. I've got I've got healing potions if that'll help. I think that's probably beyond healing potion, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well you make it in. Uh the children kind of running in in front of you. There's a lot of exclamation and excitement. The uh the Magus, she she comes over, Magus flame tongue. Uh, she says, Oh, Thank the gods you made it uh, with the children. We we can never thank you enough. Children? <laughs> Orin totally forgot about the kids. About this, about this what was this what was Company of the Burning Bush? Is that what they are? I can't remember. Burning Banner. Burning Banner. Well, I'm afraid it looks like I'm, I'm afraid the Company of the Burning Banner took the, the, the brunt of the hit. I think they're the real heroes here. Well, they, they take Skeeks and start patching him up. Orlin says, yeah, well, I mean, at least we were able to get the children. That's the important thing. 
she's of course you remember she's the leader of the uh right the other group. oh man yeah but uh sorry about skeeks there that's uh i'm but i'm sure you'll be able to find somebody who can has a regeneration spell well we're gonna yeah we're gonna ask around about what we can do to help him well if we come across anything we'll we'll definitely also let you know um but also the island is moving which is news, they, probably. <laughs> they uh, send some scouts out to check it out and come back. Sure enough, it's still heading north. It's over a quarter of a mile north by now. When they go out there and look, it's still heading that way. So silly, silly question, maybe on my part, but um, Magus Flame Tongue? Mm-hmm. She says, call me Taka. Magus Taka. Um, has, has the island ever moved oh so it's not the island north but in any direction oh it's not the island with the tower on it it's the floating island that was stuck to the top of the tower oh okay see i thought it was oh no that's that's much less exciting it's the yankees floating fortress island thing that's floating away i thought they were actually moving the entire island itself yeah with with the tower oh uh, that happens sometimes too, but only when the tortoise it's sitting on moves. Uh, and that tortoise is on another tortoise on another tortoise. I don't tortoise think is so. Yeah, yeah, I know it's pretty shallow. You're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, at least they're leaving. I guess that's good. Yes. Well, good for us. At least uh, you know, let them go to whatever other plane they came from and bother someone else. Yeah, I'm sure we'll probably have nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they'll never bother us again. Anyone here in Eld? Yeah, yeah, it'll right. be completely fine. Absolutely. Well, come rest. Have some uh, some drink. We've got some imported Galorian honeymead, which is, I mean, I know there's no reason to say honey and mead together, but still, we say it anyway. <laughs> we'll yeah. put a bandage on. On the poor gnome. I won't even know his arm is missing. <laughs> yeah. If I, if I see anybody around here with like a hook hand or you know, a trident arm or something, I'll see if I can bargain for him. Yeah, he's only got like two or three inches of, of his arm left. On the right oh, wow. Side. No, he's okay. He's going to need a lot more than just a hook hand then. You yeah. just stick a sword in there. He, ro- he rolled a one on his dexterity save from. Uh, Breath weapon on the dragon just burnt the entire arm off. Jeez. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> that is tough. All right. So they uh, they they offer refreshments and drinks. Um, they say that we'll go ahead and stay here tonight, and we'll we'll go back to town in the morning. Um, feel free to eat and drink as much as you want because we don't want to have to carry it all back to town tomorrow. That's what I like to hear. So I, I once beat a guy, uh, a really famous guy in a drinking contest. Got this t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Born as the bull. We've heard of him. He's half halfling. He is. And I outdrink him. Oh, look. John has all of his dice prepared down there. Ooh. Right. Because you need that when you're playing on roll 20. <laughs> John, roll 6D everything. <laughs> 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 well, all the dices. It's like a toss salad. 
<laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. Danny, Danny, shut up. <laughs> I was thinking more like a fruit salad, maybe. Fruit salad. Yummy, yummy. Yes. All right. Uh, moving on. Um, yeah, so they, they're very excited. They, uh, they treat you guys like the heroes you are <clears throat> for the night. And the next morning, uh, after everyone's, everyone's a little bit hungover, Taka passes out coffee to everyone. Um, Thank you. <laughs> And they say, you know, there's normally we would have a, a big ceremony in town on the top of the tower, but uh, uh, you adventuring folk normally want to get on your way, and we we want to, uh, you know, uh, reward you while we while we can and have a moment. So we'll do that now. Uh, at this point, you notice that um, the rest of you notice that Balos isn't there. He's still actually asleep. So, Balos, I need you to make me an uh, intelligence save. Awesome. That's what I like to hear. Uh, am I standing near anybody who's going to give me any advantages on this? Anybody got some? No? Yeah. All right. You are not. Unfortunately or fortunately. Well, you might have a... Oof. Good lord. John saves against falling asleep if you're next to me. A six. That's, okay. uh, that's, uh, that's uh, almost minimal roll there. Uh, so, yeah. All right. <clears throat> so that happens. Uh, you, you have a, what you would consider a lucid dream where you're in a strange misty area. You're standing in about three inches of liquid. It's not water. It's too viscous to be water. E- uh, it's dark. You, you can't, you can hear echoing. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of space around you because you can't see any any walls or anything around you in, in any direction. And you hear a, a gurgling noise and you turn and look and you see what looks like the face of an octopus with a tentacle on it. As you watch, it takes one of these tentacles and slowly shoves it down its throat. The entire tentacle slowly just gets swallowed. It kind of gags a couple times. Uh, it looks like it sort of chews on it a little bit and then the tip of the tentacle comes back out. And using that as a tongue, it begins to talk to you. That was a lot of effort. Hello, Balos, it says in a sort of choking voice. Hello, yet unknown illithid. I have information for you. Okay, I'm listening. It uh, it cocks its head to the side and then uh, pulls out, it uh, picks up its hand. It's kind of a purplish black hand with long, long nails, uh, only three-ish fingers, and uh, touches you on the forehead. You see immediately erect, well, it looks like a gigantic shell of a uh, crustacean-type creature with a spiral shell. Uh, but it's so large that you see people walking around inside of it. <clears throat> Uh, you see it, uh, as you watch, you see it traveling through some sort of uh, ephemeral space. And suddenly it's in a, and then suddenly it's in a dark cavern, smashes against a wall, crashes. There's, there's acid, there's fire, destruction. And then as you watch it, it's like years and years and centuries go by. You see stalagmites and stalactites growing in, into it. And, but then uh, you're 
point of view sort of walks through the wreckage of this place after all these years. And the, the heart of it, you see what uh, looks like a control area from the original whatever this thing was. Mm-hmm. With a small glowing purple crystal that's still flickering with light. And you feel like, uh, you feel a desire to find and obtain this crystal. You know, without being told, it is called a, what's it called here? Let's see. The uh, Helm Crystal. Helm Crystal. You don't understand its importance, but you understand innately that you need you will need this thing. Then your point right. of view back then your point of view backs up out of out of the shell up a up a giant dark hole and uh, up into the air where you see it there's a giant pit in the ground with what looks like some sort of uh, structure and uh, clan of orcs around it. Okay, well that's good. I can deal with that. And was, at that I was, point, I was thinking you were going to send me down to the pit below Melgorn for a minute there, and I was like, not going to be down for that. Okay. At that point, uh, you awaken and you feel like when you first wake up, you feel like you have uh, something stuck in your mouth, like a tentacle, perhaps. Ugh. And Man. you. Uh, you have one level of ex- well. Do you have any missing hit dice? Uh, I do not. Okay. You have yeah. You have one level of exhaustion. All right. That puts me at so, disadvantage. That gives you disadvantage for ability checks. All right. Uh, not for attacks or anything else. Just uh, ability checks. Isn't there a place to click exhaustion on these sheets? I don't think I so. There was. Can, Maybe not. Uh, you can turn on exhaustion tracking um, on the cog page on the right, okay. just above like the uh, level character mancer. And then it adds an exhaustion thing right underneath your hit dice and death saves. Okay. Okay. And track hit dice. Okay. Yeah. Show exhaustion tracking on. Okay. So then, when you increase your exhaustion level, it'll tell you what effects are are applied. Thank you, John. Welcome. Man, this roll twenty stuff is fancy. When it works. Hey, it already gave uh, Brandon advantage on his uh, initiative rolls. It did. Nope. And where does that show back up on your sheet when you go back in? Right back. I gotta get a drink. Let's you don't see. see it on your character sheet? Should be at the core, I would imagine. And then I go, like, is it in the core page? Yeah, yep. on the core it's page the underneath your hit dice. Okay. Yeah, I do see it now. So if you so take exhaustion it up level one. Will be one, I guess. Yep, yep, it's one. And then when you click off of it, it'll tell you 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Disadvantage on ability checks. That's handy. Now it doesn't right, automatically so do it. I still have to, I'll still have to manually do that. Yeah. At least yeah. it reminds me to. So uh, uh, long rest, a good long rest will get rid of that for you. All right, so uh, as you guys are all looking over and realizing Ballas is gone, he wakes up, sounds like he's gagging on something. <laughs> Sorry, did I miss anything? <clears throat> That's a delayed role-playing reaction. <laughs> uh, Taka says, oh, oh yes, uh, come over here. I was about to reward you and your friends. Oh, great. <clears throat> awesome. Surprised that, that Ballos was uh, sleeping anyway. Yeah, he normally yeah. doesn't. He was, he was, had just like fallen over in his trance and was rolled against the wall. Anybody was... got, got the, got this coffee, got some coffee or something I could drink? I could get rid of this tentacle breath. <laughs> they do have coffee. Yeah, so they give you some of that. Um, yeah, that's good. So, uh, <clears throat> Taka has she has a a small uh small metal box chest basically about two and a half feet uh long and eight or ten inches wide. Big for a it, goblin. Yeah, she she opens it she opens it up and takes out a uh, piece of parchment, a roll piece of parchment, uh writes something on it, she and then she stamps it with her little magus sigil ring that she has and hands that to the the burning banner. <laughs> And she says, uh, uh, this is for you if you uh, take this to the dwarves in Ralnar uh, and give it to them. They they owe me a favor. They will help uh, craft a replacement arm for your friend. And they uh, they thank her and Skeeks in particular is like, thank you. Thank you so much. And then she, uh, she also gives them a quantity of, of gold and a couple of gems. To go along with it, and she says, "And for you, since you have lost no arms, uh, wait—is that—is that true? You're all full of limb." Yep. Excellent. I have a um, uh, some some other things for you. She pulls some things out of the <clears throat> out of the chest. I have uh, three of these uh, hero statues. I. I, uh, I'm sorry, we only have three, and there's four of you. Um, it's a little embarrassing, but but in any case, uh, you can have them. Each of them is silver. They're they're not made to look exactly like you, any of you or anything, but they're three silver statues. Each of them probably worth about 250 gold pieces if you sold it. That's handy. Hmm. So yeah. that's handy. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and she are also hands you, you a small. Are you tracking that, Matt? Yep. All right. She also hands you a small pouch. Uh, you fill of it, open it up. It's got lumen dust in it. That's it's ten ounces of lumen dust, so that's a thousand gold pieces worth. Nice. We got very overwhelmed with this dust. Is lumen dust like cocaine? Um, it allows you to make magical items. But surprisingly, oh. it gets used like cocaine on on some occasions. Yeah, that, has yeah, that is true. People do snort it like cocaine, and sometimes you wake up with tattoos on your back that. Obviously, it means something somewhat offensive in Goblin speak, and no one will tell you what it really means. <laughs> <clears throat> That's true. 
All right. And I was just besides, taking a guess. That's just theoretical. Yeah. And besides that, she also gives you 120 platinum pieces. Hmm. Good night. They and really a, like these kids. Yeah. And a small collapsible. She says, and this, uh, take this with my compliments. Uh, I hope you get as much use of it out of it as my ancestors did. It's a small collapsible fishing pole. The puck fisherman. Yeah, she hands she hands that over to you, and I will show it to you guys. Uh, uh, the only thing different between this and the description is that it, this thing always fishes the waters of the the short lake here. So no matter okay. where you are in the world, you can you can still fish here. From the short lake, do you have to have water? No, you just uh, you just th- have to hold it and you throw it out like you're fishing, and it, the uh, end of the line will disappear and appear somewhere in the lake itself. I'll let you fish. So do we uh, split gold or keep track of, like for the entire party? Normally, when they Usually, get to town, they'll split it up. Yeah, we'll right. split it up. Yeah. So I'm going to put anglers. Uh, Fisher of the Short Lake. All right. Because that seems more like an apt description. Yeah. Thank you. That's um, it's a, a huge honor to receive such a relic. Well, like I said, uh, I hope you get as much use out of it out of, as uh, my family did in the past. But, well, since we're not planning on leaving again, might as well give it to someone who could get some use out of it. As you can imagine, this one here, a point of Orn, can eat a lot of fish. Mm-hmm. Well, I, way more I, than he can count. Well, I saw your your ice box that you carry around. I thought I thought with the combination of the the rod and the ice box, you guys could have fresh fish anytime you want it. Yeah, I think we'll never go hungry. As God is our witness. We will never be hungry again. <laughs> All right. And then uh, she says, uh, and of course, she uh, backs up and speaks to everyone. We all uh, here in the Northern Corvair recognize all of these fine adventurers as protectors of Corvair, of Carvor. Uh, and she, uh, and one of her assistants uh, comes and hands each of you a, a small, it's a thick leather bracelet. Uh, with interwoven wires of, of copper and bronze, uh, with a fastening mechanism with a that's like got an empty spot where it should hold something. And we'll get that from uh, the orcs. Yeah, but she, yeah, she explains that the Escarvor is a is a a realm divided. Uh, we, so we divide the token. We carry the bracelet, and from the orcs of the south, you'll be able to get a crystal that uh, fits into these. Very good. Yeah, uh, you see, you actually watch all the burning banner banner members. They click theirs on, and then they all pull out. They have a, a thin blue crystal, and they click it on to that open fastening. Uh, so you guys came up from gotcha. Yeah, yeah. They they click them click them in place. <clears throat> they they all seem pretty pleased with themselves. Of course, they have to help. Uh, they have to help the gnome put his. He's put about his to get his new sweet metal arm. I mean, come on. That's true. 
But for the time yeah. being, they have to help him put it. Anakin Skywalker style. Right. I was thinking more like uh, Thor the Unworthy. But uh, yeah, that too. All right. Um, yeah, so other than, other than that, you guys look around. You look all, all pleased with yourselves. And then you see, you notice that uh, Snap, Snaps doesn't quite look the same anymore. He's standing a little taller. He's got uh, sort of little sparkles going around him. He stands out in the sun. He's his uh, skin's like diamonds. Oh no, wait, it's a different Twilight. My bad. Yeah, I was about to say. Hold on. Whoa. <laughs> Hang on tight, Spider Monkey. No. <laughs> Bob is just shaking his head. <laughs> uh, All right. Maybe so. Maybe not. Different kind of Twilight. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope so. We were just discussing on the uh, board. Uh... Snap's new appearance according to his picture, so Yeah. I was pretty happy with the way his token came out though. It was pretty cool. It just is the the one he picked for initially looked like a, a creepy old lady that likes to play with fire. Yes, I like talking about that. <laughs> uh righty. Well, so with that done, uh if you guys are ready to head out, you can. Yeah, I think so. We uh, uh can I buy something? Take- Take our boat that we bought and head south. Um, they really don't have anything open to sell goods. What are you trying to buy? Who? Slaves. What? <laughs> I'm not trying to buy anything. I'm saying the boat that we bought. He's in Take the market him. for slaves. Oh. Slaves. Brandon. Uh, the market, then never mind. The children. Is that not much, why we rescued those kids? How much for the children? <laughs> <laughs> I like babies. It's just a hangover from his uh his dream, and then he realized, oh yeah, we don't, we're not slavers. That's the illithids that do that. Yeah. <laughs> but now he has a uh, irresistible craving for calamari. Mmm. Mm. Yummy. No, yeah, obviously we're not getting. Hey, uh, when you guys head back to Whitehorn, just. <laughs> There are a lot of monkeys loose in there. Um, I mean, just a lot and cats too. Um, lots of monkeys and cats. So just. Oh, yeah. did the flying cats get out? Yes. Oh no, not again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, were pretty, they were pretty key though. Uh, yeah, I, I I managed to peg a um, a gift with a bunch of catnip, and they kind of took care of them for me. No, they will do that. Yeah. The worst part is if they if you are in the wrong spot when they're using the bathroom, you walk underneath. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So just 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 be just be careful, you know. Yep. That's the whole reason we stopped having flying cows in the town. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah. All right, well, we're gonna head on down to Gahukdar. Gahukdar. Uh, good luck there, um, uh, Company of the Burning Banners. Uh, yep, they, they said the same to you. Um, Skeets, Arlen's, hope I hope your metal arm is as badass as you are. He uh, he laughs a little bit and says, "Thanks. I hope you guys uh, have good luck in Gahukdar and in the pit." The pit, the pit, huh? Yeah. 
Yeah, you know about the pit, right? Um, I'm no, sure explain it when you get there. Snaps can probably tell us all about the pit. Do I know about the pit? Uh, make me like a history check or something. See if you've heard of the pit. That's where Bane's from. <laughs> history, there it is. I know about the pit. Wow. Know all not, about the pit. You're not trained in history. But oh, okay. You you've heard you know it has something to do with some ritual. The, uh, nice. The orcs can, I do, do. can I do the quote? Can I do the Bane quote? Yeah, go for it. Okay. <clears throat> oh, you think the think darkness the is your ally, but you merely adopted the dark. I was born in it, molded by it. I didn't see the light until I was already a man. By then it was nothing but blinding. Not bad, actually. Thank you. That was pretty good. Appreciate it. Been working on it. Watched uh, watched Harley Quinn on HBO Max, and they have the Bane in that series doing the Bane voice from the Dark Knight and trilogy. So I've been ah. kind of practicing a little bit. Yeah, gotcha. I've <clears throat> also heard of a creature called an Andy Dwyer that supposedly fell into a pit. Oh, he did fall into a pit. Broke both his legs, yeah. I think. He did. Yeah, <laughs> I think he was a bard, maybe. Uh, he definitely was. He's he's seeing the glories of, of of miniature animals, from what I understand. All right. Well, you guys are you guys are heading heading south on the water. We're heading way off course from where this game is supposed to go. Right. Are we going south to the Space Needle? Yeah. Um, well, so you're going to go hook Dar. You can go. You can go straight south, basically, or you know, south by southwest. <laughs> I want to check out this other uh, this other tower, maybe on the way. But don't get vertigo. Yeah, you can't you can't stop by uh, Copper Pot Tower if you want to on the way. But it's a silly place. Uh, well, I guess we shouldn't <laughs> go there. <laughs> it's uh, it's, really, it's almost exclusively inhabited by gnomes because no one else is. You know, everyone else is afraid to go there. To be honest. Yeah, let's not. You know, yeah, that's where the gnomes live. No, we're not going there. Yeah, okay. We'll end up all losing limbs too. <laughs> I just want to go the exact opposite direction of where we saw that Tarosk. Well, that's, you are. That, that's where we're heading. Um, uh, so, Danny, how do I feel about telling them? Because obviously, now I think I realize the connection between the pit and the uh, the, the dream that I had. So, so how do I feel? How do I feel about telling the rest of my party about that? That's up to you if you think uh if you think they will judge you or or burn you or whatever else no, based have... on your ongoing connection I'm... with these I just didn't know if there was like some sort of block if I <clears throat> felt like I shouldn't tell them or anything like that uh no you do you do feel an affinity to this creature that keeps uh, sending you things this is the first time you've actually seen it before right. before this it was just uh mental impressions so right. But uh, I mean, I already, I already knew that it was an illithid. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you pretty much assumed it was. Since the since for that one place that we ran into that had the tentacle necklace and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll tell them about. Uh, there, you do have a concern though, as you as you think about that, which is that you wear an amulet that is supposed to protect you from being detected and and such things. I do. That is 
somewhat disturbing. Yeah, that's I definitely don't like that. <coughs> and I'm not wearing the tentacle necklace anymore. You're not. Uh, <clears throat> hmm. Yeah, I don't like that. Well, I guess I will tell them though about the about the vision that I had. All right. Well, this is probably all news to Snaps. So yeah, so there's a connection between the that pit down there and the lithids too. The lithids are just all over this place. Mm. You know, I don't know if you know Snaps, but we we actually had to we uncovered a hidden a lithid temple back in Lorien, where you're from. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, that is not common knowledge to you, Snaps. He did not know that. So yeah, this apparently so there's this lithic gith thing is apparently all over this continent. But since we're going into the pit anyway, I think I need to find that stone. I think it'll help us fight the gith. You know, the I'm enemy behind of finding enemy a cool rock. All that stuff. Yeah. Cool purple rock. It's badass. Any thoughts from uh, Mokuzar or Orn? I like rocks. Should have gave myself a plus five on that from the shield of Lorien, huh? Fudge. Oh, that same Mokuzar, Mokuzar is a little concerned that the that uh, Balos is having these visions. Because <coughs> what happens uh, if uh, Balos goes insane and can't back him up? on this whole election thing. <laughs> well, you all, you also know that he's got this amulet that he wears that should protect him from these sorts of incursions. Orange just tells you every man has his own cross to bear, especially with nightmares. Orange has been having nightmares of Moe's mother ever since they were kids. So, I mean, it just happens. <clears throat> That's weird. <laughs> and not at all helpful. But thanks for sharing. I guess. All right. Well, since nobody seems to care, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll just continue uh, on. This is how serious decisions are made in a party. Okay. Let's uh, do it. <laughs> yeah, right. that, that amulet of proof against detection should have uh, should have helped out. Well, if you want to make me, you want to look at it, and make me an investigation check or something. If we're yeah, if we're able yeah. to uh, retrieve this uh, this uh, crystal or stone, whatever it is we're going to find down there, then that will just increase the standing of the tribe. So, cool. Let's take a look at my my supposedly protecting amulet. Twenty three on the investigation. What natural twenty eight crit? Okay. All right. You see on the. Uh, you're just like eyeballing it like we're using a microscope or something. You see etched into the back of this thing in a tiny, tiny script, a little symbol that looks a lot like the symbols on those that were tattooed onto those slaves, the lithid slaves that you saw. Mother. <laughs> I take that thing off. <laughs> you do? Shit, yeah. All, right. All right. Do you show the guys? Yeah, I'm like, look at this shit. 
Look at this. Can you believe this crap? All right. So you're, they're trying you're to pull with this it. kind of stuff. I mean, I'm gonna stow it in my bag, but I'm I'm not I'm not wearing it anymore. All right. <laughs> I'm not gonna become some sort of a lithid slave. Forgot to install ad blocker on all your magic items. For reals. <laughs> All right. If I okay. feel like I need it, I can always put it back on, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to just throw it around. All right, that's fair. All right. I still want to so, find uh, the purple stone, though. You guys are... Who's riding on the raft and who's well, walking? Sh- Shorty McShadows is definitely riding yeah. on the raft. Yeah, I'm on the raft. Well, or he's riding on the back of it with his legs dangling in the water, uh, using the fishing pole the whole time. He's walking alongside, just making sure to keep his bag with uh, his little fungus friend above the the water line. All right. And uh, Orin has his uh, three uh, furry friends. Do I need to roll for those? Um. Well. No. You, you, well. You can, but what if they, like, drown? Yeah, let's just not do that right now. Okay. Once we get off the water, I'll do it. I just don't want to get in another situation and be like, oh, I got to do it while in combat. Haven't you seen Gremlins? Don't you know what happens when you get those things wet? <laughs> All right. Will you travel? Microwave them. <laughs> I do have a question about that, actually. So does it take a bonus action to do it? It does. Or is it an action? It's a bonus action. I would be willing to take the bag. So that he can use his bonus action for raging? Yeah, so if if we do get in that situation. That's up to you guys. That's up to him. That's fine. If it'll help action to combat. Bring the animals to uh, give advantage and stuff like that in combat. Do it. All right. Yeah, I'll do it. Orn's going to get snaps his furry sack. Yeah, you can play with my fuzzy balls. Nice. <laughs> Always wanted to. That's wonderful. Between, between, we've got no shortage of innuendo this episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're start, uh, on purpose and, and not. I'm not sure how much in you there was in that endo. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty uh, was pretty blatant. All right. All right. Somebody, uh, somebody roll me a couple of D10s as you guys travel through the water here. I'll do it because I've been rolling bangerang all day. All right, a one and an eight. All right. If you average those together, it's not that bad. And it's a tan bag of tricks, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes, yeah, so you guys make it. Uh, thing up there. What was that? Never mind. Your. Okay. Uh, you make it through a couple of days of travel south through the water. You stop uh, overnight on a little island, which basically just got a bunch of fishing shacks and stuff on it the first night. And Gather then, around, I mean, I... fair fisher people. Hear our stories. What's going on? By afternoon of the second day, like what's happening right here? Is this is it, is it just a black area on the map all of a sudden for you guys? Nope, nope. Looks normal. Okay. Yep. They're messing with you specifically. 
Well, let me uh, let me refresh my map. About mid afternoon of the second day, you make it uh, to the lands. This is better. I like this better. Yeah. What do you want to do with your raft, though? Uh, I'll just leave it there. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not liking that thing around. Refreshing my browser really did fix that. Right. Yeah. There you go. Okay, so you guys just—I mean, I guess I'll—I mean, I guess I'll make a half-hearted attempt to hide it. I don't know. I'm never coming back here again. <laughs> All right. Well, as soon as you uh, start walking from the the edge of the water down towards where you know the Gahukdar to be, the you notice the landscape changes pretty drastically into basically plains, scrub plains. Uh, there's some uh, tropical trees and such every so often but for the most part it's plains uh there's some few rolling hills that sort of thing um but you know you got probably another day and a half of travel to get to Guhukdar, based on snaps as as a general idea of this whole area anything uh, in between here in Guhukdar? is it is it land yeah just pretty much land and uh Snaps does know that there's a lot of large fauna in this area. Beasts of unusual size. Hmm. Nice. B-O-U-S's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so you guys make camp. Uh, roll me a couple more D10s, Matt. B-O-U-S's, huh? I think they're just... Uh... Uh, seven and a one. Yeah. All right. Basically the same thing as last time. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. All right, so I'll make camp uh, that night. Matt, your exhaustion is gone by now. You've, you've camped twice. Yay! And you guys head, yeah. head south. About midday this next day, you do see in the distance what looks like a basically a semi-permanent camp with some, some large buildings and such uh, off in the distance as you come over a rise. And All right. Mokuzar gets excited, and I sniff the wind. Can I smell any good at work cooking? Uh, not yet. You're not yet. You're still a number of miles away yet. Oh, okay. But uh, as you round a bend in the in the road, you suddenly see uh, <coughs> what you could only describe as a beast of a neutral size. Nice. Party, did I? What's that? Orn didn't get ahead of the party, did he? Uh, no, I don't think so. So I'll switch you over to this map. You should all be able to see each other. I just guessed yep. at your marching order. If this doesn't work for you, feel free to move yourselves around. You're heading west on this map. Yeah, I'm probably going to be behind. <laughs> Balas okay. went a little further right. back. Oh, right there. Yes, Mokuzar um, should have reset his uh, hit points. Oh yeah, yeah. You've had a couple, couple of three long rests in the intervening time. Get your hit dice back. Get your abilities back. Get everything back. It's like a country song, <laughs> way backwards. The spell slots yeah. are. Most there you go. There. You get yeah, a second win. You get a second win. You're all walking walking around through here. We have Oprah in the party? <laughs> yep. 
And uh, suddenly out from behind a rock and some trees, you see the aforementioned beast of unusual size. Uh, Ooh. It's another dinosaur. It it steps out and looks at you and goes, Roar! Gotta love the dinosaurs. (sighs) Can I... You can roll initiative. Yes, you can. I was going to say, can I use Vigilant Blessing? No. What what does that do for you? It gives one of us advantage on the initiative roll. It doesn't last for eight hours or something. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. well, no. But from now on, you just need to say here at the beginning of each day who you're putting it on. We'll do it. All right, that works. You're still getting used to your full PC status. I am. There's a lot to take in. It's a seventh level cleric off the bat. All right. So just, I did roll. So Orin, awesome. Orin didn't uh, select his token before he rolled initiative. Damn it, Orin. Seventh level. I forgot to updo or uh, level up to my character. <laughs> up to. Well, <laughs> you get it to play level six o'clock. now. Is anybody else not up, dude? Yeah. <laughs> no, That's a, that is a possibility. <laughs> well, we'll pause for a brief intermission while uh, those who need to up, do. Well, while they up, do, I'll be right back. It's it's late. It's been a long day. Leave me alone. Talking about that up, do y'all. All right, I got. I actually rolled ten hit points. That's pretty good. That's the max o mom. <coughs> yeah. Let's see, Lucasar rolled average. Oh, I get some new, uh, some new stuff going on here. Yeah, you get a new uh, arrow type that you can shoot. <clears throat> yep, I believe. Yeah, I get curving shot, magic arrow, and arcane shot. Oh, your arrow's kind of magical now, huh? Yep. Nice. Yeah, the curving shot's pretty slick. I've also just now decided that I'm going to (laughs) move to the living room. You do that. I'm going to do it. I was getting sleepy. I was sitting in my bed. Yeah, I, I don't fall asleep in my bed, too. Almost every night it happens. It's crazy how that works out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know, right? It's like it's out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Totally. I'm just laying there in the dark with my eyes closed, and before I know it, I sleep. Sneaks up on me. <clears throat> All right, it was Orin already up leveled, up dude. Yeah, or he's did... ready. All right. Well, <clears throat> let's see. Well, Balas doesn't go first. Let's. Uh, what are these snaps? Snaps, you're already up, dude. You can go ahead and go. Yeah, he left. And he left. Way to go, snaps. Jeez, snaps! This is your first real battle. First round of your first battle. With your full character. He abandons the party. As you're gone. <laughs> well, we'll just skip him. Orn. Okay. Orn is uh, going to... Can you guess what's going to happen? 
rage. Nope, no idea. And then he's going to run uh, bellowing at this thing. 10, 15, 20, 30. Looks like it could eat me. I will <clears throat> run at it so that it doesn't have to work as hard. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm the predator here, not it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Rage is active, so first attack. Oh, well, I mean, if you're going to attack, you might as well crit. Mm. What my daddy said. And then... uh, It's 18 damage. Your uh, axe hews into it pretty good. And then a 10 misses. You got overbalanced from that first swing. Yeah. All right, I'm back. Or is that it for Orn? That's it. <clears throat> All right, uh, Snaps, you want to take your turn? Yeah. I'm going to start by chucking one of the one of the fuzzy friends. All right, roll the D8. bonus action. We'll see what it, what it is. An eight is a tiger. Ooh. Let's see here. I'm going to chuck that over here. You can do, what is it, within 30 feet? Something like that. Uh, 20 feet. 20 feet? I can spot within 20 feet of you. So right about there. All right. And then, does he activate on my turn order and everything? Uh, or is he separate? It, let's see. Oh, you use an action to pull the fuzzy object from it. Oh, it's an action? Yeah. <clears throat> it's, a, it's a bonus action to uh, command it. Oh, okay. So you wanna, is you okay using your action to do it still? Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, I think so. Okay. So yeah, you can go ahead and use your bonus action to command it. It acts on your turn. Okay. Uh, so blah, it's blah, blah. you can give it bonus general action, such as attack, such as to attack your enemies, uh, or you can give it explicit orders uh, to move it to an exact spot and stuff. Uh, I can't access its uh, sheet. I can just look at it. Yeah, I think it's only uh, Bogus that can do it right now. Because he's been doing it. Only I can do what? There you go. Exactly. <laughs> One day I'm going to put these gloves of swimming and climbing together with this potion of water breathing, and it's going to be epic. <laughs> what if we just attach you to the fishing pole, cast you out, then you'll go yes. into the, of the world? And then we'll yeah, just be right back in. Yeah, I think Jesus. Yes, every time. I'm um, I'm there for that. See, that's funny. All right. Uh, All right. There we go. That? I think I can do it. Yep. There you go. Um. Well, I'm gonna have him 
move 20 feet and then pounce because he can do that. Yeah, so I'm going to move it to the no, other side. I think he has enough. Speed, 40 feet. Yeah, he's got plenty. And then he's going to do the pounce thing, so... He can't pounce from there. He was he was within 20 feet of it already. It has to be 20 oh, feet okay. straight towards... It, yeah, it's 20 feet in a straight line. Okay, never mind. Yeah. So yeah, he'll just... I guess he'll just claw. Or no, bite. Alright. Claw, claw, bite. Um, he hits it, yeah. 14 hits for 7 nice. damage. And then Snaps is going to move up a little bit closer. He's actually, uh, the tiger actually has advantage. Yeah, well, yeah. The tiger uh, uh, attacks on your initiative, so. Um, you just changed your own initiative. You were I at, that, didn't I? You were at 22. I was 22. I didn't mean to do that. I was trying to uh, click the advantage button on it. Yeah, but... gotcha. All right. Baulos. Your friends are attacking oh a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Damn, you guys are crazy. Y'all crazy. I say. All right. I guess I'm going to. Do it now? Well, you said you know you're going to join us, though, so. Yeah, I'm gonna atta- also attack it. Yeah, yes, that is the truth. All right. Well, I am going to, I suppose, fire an arrow at it. Hmm. Might as well make it a shadow arrow. Why not? Man, I can't see the top of your head. Oh, sorry. <laughs> there you go. All right. Here we go. Blah, 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 blah. So that is a 14 to hit. The hits. Excellent. So now he has to... What's the damage on that? Uh, so that's six psychic damage and nine piercing, so 15 total damage. Nice. And then yeah. with a shadow arrow, that causes him... He has to make a wisdom save or be able to see anything further than five feet away. Uh, a five. I'm guessing he probably can't see anything more than five feet away. He cannot, which means I get advantage on him. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to switch over to use advantage. I will fire another shot. It's a 27 to hit. Oh, sorry. That, shouldn't, that should only be 11. That should only be six damage. Let me take that. That's all right. All right. So, minimum damage, but but still. And then I will go ahead and use my action surge. All right. And fire another arrow. It's a 24 to hit for 13. That hits him. All right. If you're actually surging, you get one more shot. Yep. Uh, One more shot. And it is a 27 for 10. It also hits him. Okay. He put a lot of arrows in him. He uh, he doesn't look great, to be honest. 
Move on back to it. Well, uh, no, I'm, I'm going to stay right here. here. Move to here, here, just in case there's one that's going to come around behind us. We'll have, you know, two choices. All right. At least for now. All right. The the T Rex finally getting uh, its turn here. It's going to um, try to bite the uh, this tiger. That ran around it. Uh oh. Yeah. So it tries to bite him and critically succeeds and swallows him whole. Yes, that's exactly what happens. It does 60 damage. Holy crap. Yep. That tiger is very dead. All right. Well, at least it wasn't on like Orin. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. You're welcome. Better Orin. the tiger. Much appreciated. But then it swings its tail at Orin. Uh, 28 for 20. Of course. What the crap? Why does this thing have to... It's got a plus 10 to hit. That's a lot of damage. Well, it's only 10 damage to a barbarian. Well, that is true. At least a raging one. Yeah. And it uh, trundles around trundles around uh, Orin trying to get its bearings, trying to get out of the darkness and then zip over here next to Snaps, too. All right. Mokuzar is definitely attacking the darkness. Um, you see, you see this this uh, uh, fuzzy ball turn into a tiger running around the T Rex, uh, bite and him, then and then die. Get eaten. <laughs> yeah, then they get eaten whole. <laughs> after, after the T Rex gets peppered with like six arrows, that's true too. All right. Um, let's see. I guess. Um, Mokuzar uh, begins chanting uh, the words of a of a new magic spell that has not been used before. Ooh, ooh! Yeah. And uh, he casts confusion on the T Rex. Uh, so you see spores uh, swirl around the T Rex and uh, and try to like enter through its gaping mouth and nostrils. Alright, what uh, that's not evocation or necromancy, is it? It is Probably. enchantment. Enchantment. Okay, alright. So it seems to behave normally when you cast it. Alright. So there you go. So it has to take a wisdom save. And uh, if it fails, then it is confused. Uh, see, I thought you were casting infusion. Like I thought you were going to hit it up with some uh, some essential oils or something. <laughs> All right, so it's a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> yes, wisdom saving throw. It critically <laughs> succeeds. Oh. <laughs> you just toss a uh, diffuser out there. Mokuzar uh, <laughs> makes a note that T Rexes are are apparently immune to being confused. It shakes its head, shakes its head, and like eats the. The spores. That's the All wisest right. damn T Rex I've ever seen. All right, uh, Mokuzar was like, it just shrugs, and then <laughs> uh, and then he casts uh, Shillelagh as well as a bonus action. All right, power up the old staff. Yep. All right, that's the end of the round. If I were Mokuzar, I would also believe that probably that T Rexes simply are immune to that spell because <laughs> who would think it would make that save? 
shit, I just saw a Triceratops pop up. <laughs> yeah. So you guys hear to the north and see a Triceratops stomping at its feet. They wouldn't be friends. Yeah, it looks, like, it looks like it's agitated by the presence of the T-Rex and is going on a rampage. Damn, peanut brain sons of... <laughs> Snap! I didn't know we were in Chult. Uh, Snaps is gonna... Snaps is going to, um... Kill the T-Rex. Gonna... <clears throat> well, I think he's gonna do the Twilight Sanctuary, so that's an action. So, I get a 30-foot radius, and... Around you? Yeah, around me, and it moves with me and everything. And uh, I, it grants temporary hit points equal to 1d6 plus my cleric level. Um, it's every a 30 time foot radius? 30 foot radius, yeah. Alright. And everyone in it, at the start of your turn, you get a d6 plus 7 temporary hit points. Do you roll that or do we? Uh, you Probably roll that. Because it's different for everybody. And it's at the start of every turn. All right. Yeah, pretty much covers everybody. For a bonus action, I'm going to disengage from the T Rex. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can do that as a goblin. Yeah, because I'm a goblin. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna dis I'm gonna disengage over this way. Trying to find a way I can keep Orn in it and not be close to that T or the Triceratops. So I'm gonna go right there. All right. <laughs> okay, Orn. But I Orn's guess going Orn's to maneuver here. himself down here. Roll that D6 plus seven. All right. Twelve temporary hit points. Nice. Yay! And my courage just. Yay! So at the beginning of every round, do the old temporary hit points disappear and get replaced with the new ones? Mm -mm. They do, yeah. Oh, does it? Is that Mm -hmm. how it works? Yeah. Okay, never mind then. I mean, it's still cool. Very cool. All right. Here we go. And. I can also choose to make you stop being charmed or frightened. I'm immune to being charmed, but I don't think I'm immune to being frightened. Well, I can right. make you stop being that thing. Read me out those attacks, Orn. <laughs> huh? Read me out those attacks. Yeah, what you doing over oh. there, man? First great attack. Great axe attack, sorry. Great attack. You, you uh, first, first great attack? You're attacking a first grader? That's kind of mean, not going to lie. I mean, if he threw a book at Orn, it's probably going to happen. Um, he probably reads better than you. It, that's pretty, I'm pretty sure about that. Um, six, two 16s, um, and then total of 8 damage if he hits, and then a 15 uh, for 14 if he hits, but I don't think he hit it either one. No, those both hit. Oh, they do. Well, that's good. He's not, he's not wearing armor or holding a shield or anything. Just... <laughs> that okay. would be scary. The gold T Rex. I'm just T Rex in plate armor. T Rex. If he if he was carrying a shield, he probably couldn't maneuver it very well with those short arms. <laughs> That's true. Or, <laughs> and it wouldn't protect uh, very much of him. Like maybe one of his boobs. 
It can be the yeah. undead T-Rex from the Dresden Files. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. All right, Maulus. But we need a one-man polka band to keep it going. Yeah, those books are good. All right, uh, I guess I'm going to uh, try to shoot this uh, this here T-Rex again. Um, let's see, the shadow air, I think that was the beginning of my term, wasn't it? That it goes away, it yeah. Now. So. Too bad, so sad. You got the most out of it, though. Three I did. That's, that's become my my uh, go-to opening salvo. Um, all right, I'm just going to uh, unload another arrow at him. It's a 22 to hit for 7 damage. Yep, that does it. And then one more. 28 to hit for 13 damage. That also stick- This thing has arrows everywhere. How is this thing not dead yet? Rawr. I say to myself as I back up a few more feet. <laughs> he, sh- he shuffles around and uh, uh, so he gets in good position here to hit snaps and or in both and bites. Uh, that temporary hit points always replace. Okay. Uh, yeah. I just I just didn't know. Sorry. Yeah, that's just how they work. That's no, fine. All right, it uh, tries to bite Orn. A twenty-five for twenty-seven. Uh, yeah. So it'll just be it'll be a measly thirteen hit points for you, which I think is like uh, only does one point of damage to you because you had twelve temporary hit points. That's right. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that, dude. Don't forget about that. <laughs> Thank you. And you need to make a uh, oh, and you are grappled. Uh, and restrained. Grappled and restrained. You are in its mouth. Oh, shit. Hmm. I don't like this. Uh, That's less than ideal. Probably. I'm just going to do that. Grappled and restrained for now. I thought I I was going to have the worst mouth experience this game session, but I was wrong. (laughs) He swings his tail at snaps with a critical hit. Oh no! Forty-seven <laughs> damage. Oh, oh good lord! <laughs> um, he basically like golf snaps. I guess it's a good thing. Uh, I'm getting temporary hit points next turn because critical uh, so T-Rex makes me laugh. Forty-seven. Yeah, I'm down to twenty hit points, y'all. Oh, critical T-Rex! You're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't appreciate that, Danny. Well, you're not in its mouth, so look at it that way. <laughs> that, well, that is true. You're right. Yeah. All right. Mokazar, uh, you see the T-Rex has Orin half, halfway swallowed, and he basically uh, cuts snaps in half with his tail. <laughs> All right. Um, well, looks like, they need some, looks like they need some help. So uh Mokuzar powers up his uh his spores uh-huh. for an action. Um and then I will run do down. Do I need to give here. you a do I need to give you an aura or anything for that? Uh, yeah, ten ten foot. Well, actually I should just have that anyway. Um well. it's just yeah, because you can always do the spores. 
It's just uh, when you've got them powered up, they do more damage. Oh, gotcha. But um, <coughs> I don't remember, though, how temporary hit points, though, work, Danny. Because I've got, when I do that, it gives me 28 temporary hit points. Uh, I think it's the, the what if, whichever source gives you the most. Keep. You take that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, then I'll run down there. Um, and, well, I used my action. So, I will, uh, let's see, I will tell Snaps, uh, hang in there, buddy, and cast a healing <laughs> word. Give him the word of healing. Yes. And it won't roll it again. <laughs> didn't didn't we fix this with your we found last time? Did that not get fixed? No, I don't it was doing this again. So anyway, um you get one D four plus uh three. Are you rolling it or me? There you go. You got seven hit points back. That's nice. the max. Yeah. All right. And Mokuzar's done. Gotta love that. I don't understand why it won't play Danger Zone. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe uh, Danny might have disabled that. At this point, the uh, Triceratops roars down through here and charges oh, at Mokuzar. Uh, yeah. And uh, attempts right. to. So when when he moves close to me, I'm going to hit him with my spores as a reaction. That makes a matter, but go ahead and do it. All right. So if it moves within 10 feet of me or starts my turn there, I can use my spores. So Good old K-Log. That's terrible rolls. That is terrible. Is it is it all that damage though? The one and the three? Yep. Because it's powered up. <laughs> so he's in three. Is it is it all four of those damages or just the one? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So he needs to make a con save or he takes it. Yep. All right. Uh he makes it. Oh Jesus. Mokuzar's useless this fight, guys. Sorry if we die. <laughs> uh, Damn it, he, man. He gores at you with a 16 to hit. Uh, 16 hits. My armor class is 16. All right, so you take 26 damage, and you need to make a strength saving throw. You gotta quit with the standing. Come on, man. You're like Dad with the with the land sharks. Right. Yes, uh, these dinosaurs are nothing like uh, Sneeze at. It was a DC 13. Yeah, so Mokuzar gets blasted. I, got I really thought you mofos were supposed to be extinct. <laughs> Alright, so that knocks you prone <laughs> and then he stomps at you. He tries to stomp you while you're on the ground. Yeah, this is a terrible fight for me. Uh, Dad, did you get your temporary hit points from last time? Oh. Well, no, I have to take whatever's the highest. So I. Oh, you're right. You're right. He, he, yeah, you did have those twenty-eight. Well, yeah, yeah, that really helped because that attack yeah. really did nothing to you. But what what sucks though is that if he stomps me and hits me, it's going to drop my 
fungal spores that I just did. Oh, it's a 24 to hit. Oh. Yeah. That is that. But but still, like, he did 40-something points of damage, and you only take, like, what, 17? Yeah, but, I mean, that's that's a complete waste of my wild shape. Oh, well, except except that it absorbed 28 points of damage. But yeah, right. you, didn't get to, you didn't get to use the uh, the damage effect yep, as much as you at all. Nope. Man. All right. But you, you withstood the charge of the Triceratops. <sighs> all right, snaps. There's dinosaurs. I'm, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and roll my thing. Your temps, yeah. So I get ten. Right there. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, if I'd have kept even any hit points, temporary hit points left, I'd have gotten them back at the beginning of the next turn from his character. Yeah. Um, and then, do I have advantage standing where I am right now? You do. T Rex on the T Rex. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna cast inflict wounds on him. Is that a touch attack? Spell touch attack. Yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah, so you have advantage on that. So, <clears throat> level one. And I have advantage, so mm-hmm. I need to do that real quick. Toggle it. Yep. I'm still getting used to that. You've been using it a lot longer than I have, Danny. That's fine. Give it the old toggle. All right, 15 for 18. 15 hits him. Yeah, he's he's looking rough. You, uh, you shrivel up one of his tiny arms so it's even smaller. And then I'm going to bonus action tactical roll away. <laughs> tactical retreat. So Orin is still in it. See that. Take my strong I'm as hands. far away as physical po- as uh, here, possible. Here's the question. Is, is that do you have to maintain concentration on that? I don't think you do for the Twilight mm-hmm. Aura. It's not concentration. Yeah. No, concentration mm-hmm. would be if I did Spirit Guardians or or of vitality. All right, Orn, you are restrained and grappled. I thought you said it turned around and got the other guy. How could he keep me in his mouth if he goes and bites him? He didn't tail bite me. Him. He tail chopped me in him. half with his tail. He whipped his he whipped his tail back and forth. He whipped his tail uh, back and forth. Go ahead and get your yeah. There you go. Didn't I roll that last time? Yeah, thirteen last time. All right, uh, so I'm going to move over. Well, I can't move uh, yet. I'm going to do a strength check. It is a strength check, yep. DC 17, <laughs> so an 8 does not do it. Uh, he has advantage on it because he's raging, rage. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, 23 does do it. I it gives you play advantage on saving throws. So I know that. Yeah, it does. I think so. Any kind of save check involving strength. Yeah. Okay, I knew it was like uh, strength checks. I was just double checking on saving throws. Just like okay. you know, hold it up with one hand. Just like just turn around, and start punching him into the inside of his throat. Yeah, it's almost gonna be uh, like Dragonheart, where he's being like half swallowed, and he's just holding the sword up against the top of the head. Yeah, it's like <sighs> all right. So... Stay in his mouth and attack him from the inside, man. Uh, <clears throat> great action. Twenty two right, to hit. Twenty to hit. Here's a question: Does uh, does escaping a grapple use your turn? Use an action or no? Ooh. 
That's a good question. I think it probably does. I think it, yeah, it's an action to do it. Let me, let me look up. Can I still attack while grappled? Or I just can't move while grappled? No, you can't do shit while you're grappled. Well, you not while you're, while you're grappled, but not while you're restrained. Which is, he does both with his big old bite of doom. Uh, conditions grappled. Which is it? He does grapple and restrain? Yeah, he does yeah. both. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I think it took your action to get out. Well, that sucks. So, I mean, that's yeah, like it's an action. Yeah, it's like action. pulling a bowling ball through fifty feet of hose <laughs> type suck. <laughs> that's a lot of suck. <laughs> but you're not you're not grappled or restrained anymore. Oh, good. Um, yeah. Let's see. Anything doing with bonus action? Um, if I had ten minutes, I can do uh, speak with animals ritual. <laughs> uh, I think he'll kill you in ten minutes. Uh, I can't see anything. I can do, so, all right, all right, Baulos. Yeah, sorry, I was looking at because it's it's a check, so. <laughs> Well, it's a save, not a check. What are you talking about? Escaping you, a grapple? No, it says it's a check. It's not a save. Uh, so grapple rules for monsters. A creature grappled by the monster uses... Uh, yeah, okay. Can use its action. So it's right there in the description. Yeah. So, yeah. Can use its action. So that's... That is pretty definitive. Okay. Anyway. I am also probably going to just... I don't know... Fire another arrow, I guess. All right. Uh, I'm getting tired of this guy, though. I might fire another shadow arrow at him just for shits and giggles. All right. So, uh, shits and giggles and someone giggles and shits. So 29 to hit for 19 damage. Uh, you shoot him uh, in the neck, and he just collapses to the ground. Nice. Right, well, we got one down. I will fire an arrow at the uh, Ceratopsian over there. All right. 22 to hit for nine damage. That does it. That hits him. Yeah, Triceratops <laughs> may be the most well known Ceratopsian, but the Cosmo Ceratops actually had the most horns. I know. Dino Dana told me. Or was it Dino Dan? Yes, no, it was. Both. <laughs> All right, Mokuzar. Well, unfortunately, the T Rex is too big for me to uh, raise as a zombie. Oh, uh, oh come on! But um, I guess I'm just gonna stand up and smack this thing that had the uh, audacity to uh, tackle me. All right. Uh, so have fungus. So it's just a shillelagh attack. Um, I'll do, um, what is it? The booming blade with it. Okay. Uh, so if it moves, take extra damage. Alright, so 17 for 10. That hits him. And... 
Yeah, and then as a bonus action. Oh, don't forget your temporary hit points you get. Yep. Oh, yeah. I was about to say that, and then Danny said it first. How many do I get? Uh, D6 plus 7. Matt, are you wearing a turtleneck? No. Oh. Please. Um, Turtleneck would be way cooler, just FYI. And then, uh, yeah, I uh, haven't been able to get out and shop for one lately. <laughs> as a as a bonus action, I will cast. Uh... No, I won't. I'm not going to do a bonus action spell. All right, all right. So I'm done. Okay. Uh, Terry the Triceratops is. Uh... Gonna just try and uh, put one of his horns through your face. All right. Well, my spores try to get him first. Right. It just be the four this time because my fungus yeah. dropped. He fails, so he takes the the four necrotic damage as the spores go into his eye holes and such. And he tries. Does that to... not count as a like necromancy magic? It is necromatic. Oh, that's that's a good point. Uh, but well, it's like, not is magic, it? though. It's not yeah, necromantic it's, mm, spell. Okay, I was just wondering because you were mentioning it before. Yeah, it is necrotic damage, though. All right, so it's a nineteen to hit for twenty piercing damage. Does this guy ever miss? Uh, no. uh, Neither of these dinosaurs any. haven't seemed to miss like once right. at all. Yeah. He's known as he's, Terry the Terrible Triceratops. He doesn't. Yeah, these are special named. NPC dinosaurs that have a couple of levels in Warrior or something. <laughs> They're barbarians. Could you imagine barbarian they... T-Rex? Six half <laughs> nah, oh, good I lord. Just, I would just give up. I would just give up. Yeah. He constant, he's always raging, so he doesn't even have to use a bonus action for it. Alright. Uh, so that's... Uh, we got 10 temporary hit points, so it's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Snaps helped. Snaps is gonna re-roll his temp hit point to see if he gets anything better. Plus seven. No, he did not. But he's got to do it anyway. Um, and then I think he's gonna. I just realized when I cast and inflict wounds, it was necromancy magic, by the way. I don't oh, know shoot. what that does. Yeah. Um, I haven't. Well, let's see. Let's see what happened. Uh, oh, it, it, would have, it would have not affected him at all. Well, he's dead, so yeah, he's, it's too late. Yeah, it's a bummer. So whenever you did that spell, though, it didn't work at all. Mm. Um. Yeah. Balos's last arrow killed would have killed him anyway, even without that damage. Well, I am. I think I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt because my cantrips are also necromancy. So I'm going to Guiding Bolt the Triceratops. All right. And I don't have advantage on this. Well, a 25 hits anyway. But it gives advantage, right? 
Yep, yeah. So next person to so next uh, next attack roll is advantage. You're welcome, guys. He's an easy target. Here we go. Horn. It's a nice cantrip. Change it to advantage. Get some advantage. That's a first level spell. Horn has his own advantage already. Hmm? You have advantage on this attack. If you can get up there to the Ceratopsian. There you go. Can you move one more to get it? Nope. You miss with the first hit, and you're 16 for 14 hits. Yay! And uh, this poor Triceratops has had better days. Just run away, Fowlers. Terry. <laughs> run away, Terry. No, that's not his turn. Back up, Terry. Back up. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He does look concerned about life in general at this point. <laughs> he probably should be. All right, it's a twenty-four for seven on that arrow. It hits. And then a critical. 30 for 18 on the second arrow. Yeah, that hits too. But hit him right in his something or another. <laughs> right in his eyeball. Oh, not his poor eyeball. Not Terry's eye. Yeah. <laughs> you only got, you got three horns and one eye, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> three one of his nostrils and not the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Just get out of here, Terry. We don't want to hurt you, man. <laughs> go, go eat some grass. <laughs> Mokuzar, this Triceratops looks like it is uh, try- wanting to run away. I guess I'll re-roll my... Uh... Well, well, I'm not real happy with him, so I'm going to step up and smack him. <laughs> I just realized that you're a druid and these are beasts. You could have probably done something. <laughs> up to the north you see uh, Terry's four small trusts harder than two damn Terry it's a neutral name you didn't realize Terry was actually a female triceratops no we're definitely going to cut off its horns when we're done <laughs> All right, is that it for Mokuzar yeah alright Terry's going to try to run away Yeah, I always hit with that. It just doesn't go off unless they move. Well, you didn't say it. Oh, well. Are attacks of opportunity? (laughs) If you want to... I did. Yeah, yeah, I, was just making, I was just making sure. Actually, I can't. I can't take an attack of opportunity because uh, my my spores is a reaction.
Maybe two attacks with a reaction. Good lord. Yeah, dude. Jeez. <clears throat> Your 15 for 11 kills uh, poor Mama Terry. And, uh, <laughs> her, her babies cry in, in horror and terror and weep. Can we find the babies? Yeah. Leave them all. Not the younglings. Uh, one of them. <laughs> One of them screams and it's uh, it starts to bulge and its body expands, and suddenly, <laughs> where where before the baby triceratops was standing, <laughs> what the heck is this thing? You That's see a, a giant terrascue. <laughs> well, screaming in uh... rage. All right, uh... or kneecaps, uh, <laughs> uh, snaps, and runs the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> Now you know how Tarasks are created from four orphans, <laughs> Triceratops babies. Triceratops tears. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's not serious. Okay, good. <laughs> I was getting a little worried. Oh like, my gosh, dude. If we if we were fighting a Tarask, it'd be like... It'd be well, we wouldn't be fighting it. We'd be dead. I mean, just you literally just can't kill one unless you can cast the wish. <laughs> the DM wants the game to be over <laughs> and move on to another game. The end. Hate you guys. I was going to use Orn as a meat shield. Well, with the uh, with the death of the poor mama Triceratops, the babies run off into the woods. They'll find a they'll find a woolly mammoth to adopt them. Woolly mammoth. (laughs) It'll be all right. With a sloth. With a sloth companion. All right. Well, I think with you guys know uh, that Tarask is French. Yeah, that's weird. I didn't, I didn't know that. With Matricide complete, I guess we can stop there for the night. That's probably going to be the name of this episode, Matricide. <laughs> you know, they, they probably got a dad out there, too. Oh, great, probably. <laughs> Him and his three no. brothers. No takers? Fine. <laughs> I'm just right, saying, well, the first place- rule is... The first rule is leave leave no one behind to exact vengeance later on. Mm-hmm. Well, I just hope none of those one. triceratop babies was named Inigo. <laughs> yeah. Montoya. Well, yeah, yeah I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't try to kill it after it started running away. That's all I'm gonna say. You're part <laughs> of this tribe. <laughs> yeah, so, but, am, you know, am I like? A part of the tribe too, or am I just kind of here? No, not hey, yet. You want to no, join okay. the tribe? I don't, I don't know. You guys are kind of weird. What do you mean, kind of weird? There's a there's a ritual to joining the tribe that involves. Never mind. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> it's not, it was, it was going to get too. It was going to get too weird. It does not involve tossed salad. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I was gonna say. Face says it all. <laughs> I was gonna say Mokuzar's mom. Uh, it probably doesn't feel that. It felt, felt a little weird. Uh, I was not gonna say it, but now I had to say it just to show that I wasn't thinking what you were thinking. <laughs> Just activated over in August. I'm just letting you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, great. We better leave. It's a little late, a little late for him to show up. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> Craig, we enjoyed having you here. Thanks for showing up on time today. Get the crap out of yeah. here. Yeah. 
Not having to ask you three times. Bye, Craig. <laughs>